Welcome to The Ugly Truth, a special edition with me, Jamie, and producer Dub. Hello. We're here to talk about and review the new land in Disneyland, California, which is Star Wars Galaxy Edge. Yep. That's correct. Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's that's Edge. correct? Yes. Yes. So that's what we're here to talk about because we were lucky enough to f- secure reservations in the first 30 days that the park was open to guests yeah so like the first three weeks they did a reservation system and right. so not just anybody could go and you used your amazing karma to get uh, a reservation and we actually got a second one because we stayed at the hotel so we we're going to have these two four-hour blocks and i was pretty excited about uh well you know i'm a freak anyway yes. about this so. so the entrance if you're familiar with disneyland you can even go online and look at the map there is an area called critter country where splash mountain and when the winnie the pooh ride which is one <laughs> yes, of our favorites it is there's a little cafe there, and behind all of that is a path that will lead you to the new entrance. And it's where the smoking section used to be. <laughs> right. And so it's gone. <laughs> yeah. And when you, you enter... You talked about that on one of the shows, yes. the, the smoking section. When you enter, when you're heading into the land, what's really cool about it is they there's a very long walkway. And it's very wide because there are going to be so many people. Mm-hmm. And it's you wind and wind and wind, and you're not seeing anything. You start to hear a little bit of noise. Like yep. you're like, what is that? Am I hearing like airport, or is that you know yeah. you're a bird? It was pretty cool. But they have sound effects going on everywhere all the time, and so but you are slowly being immersed into this place. So by the time you turn a corner and the whole world opens up to you, not only can you not see any of Disneyland. Yeah, you, you can't. You see can't even anything. tell you're in Disneyland. It is completely hidden from view. Yep. Everything is like, I don't know, three, four stories tall. Easy. So you can't see anything. Nope. And suddenly there's music. There are people. The The people that work in that area, they are fully role playing. Yep. They are. Full immersion for sure. They are Batuans. Because what's the name of the planet? <laughs> well, ba- Batu is the planet. And then Black Spire Outpost is the place. And then mm-hmm. there's kind of a mixture because it's, a again, Galaxy's Edge and right. Outer Rim. There's there's a mixture of everybody. There's there's resistance, which is not as evident because it's a first order controlled outpost. If yes. you know the Star Wars storyline, yes. and it is a current storyline, so right. it's it's like as if it was today. It's not historical. It's not a themed land, really, in the sense that there's no you know if if a character is not alive or something's already happened in the Star Wars lore. Then it's already happened here too. Right. You're not gonna, you know, you're not gonna see Luke or Yoda or Han because they're gone, right? So, Correct. I mean, I guess maybe they could hologram them, but <laughs> yeah. So when but, we walked in, because of the reservation system, yeah. they were really guiding us in a big circle so that the people who were already there and finishing up their four-hour right. reservation were shopping. You would assume so they guide you all the way around so that you essentially will see everything. Every, yeah, they they so, definitely cl- controlled the flow of traffic they did this time for when sure. you're walking in. So yeah. when you you walk in suddenly it everything it looks almost like um like a pueblo town where everything is very sand colored and and red and there's it's green but everything looks kind of dry yeah and i i don't know the planets okay because you're listening to two people one who's a hardcore star wars (laughs) guy and one who is a fashionably somewhat knowledgeable person about the star wars world so What's really cool 
is that their intention is full immersion. Yes. So the verbiage, the way they talk to you, the way they say happy birthday, the way yeah. they speak about little children. They and are the greeting, the bright suns greeting. They're, they're, suns. Like, they're like bright suns. Welcome to Black Spire Outpost. You know, right. it's really cool. And when you uh, speak to somebody and they, they will kind of test to see how far you want to go right, right. with the role playing. Yeah. So if they say, oh, so what planet are you from? Uh-huh. You know, and you say Earth. Oh, I would love to save up enough credits to go and visit Earth. I've they been totally here for do. so long. And we had one person who was taking pictures for us yep. in front of a land speeder. All the stuff is full size. Full size. <laughs> I said, oh, you should come visit Earth sometime. He's like, I don't know. I pretty much like it where I'm at. I'm not interested in <laughs> spending, spending credits yeah. to go to Earth. And they don't break. They don't. It is, it is a verbiage that they probably were trained to do. Yeah. I love that part of it. Now, I am not a big person in the role playing, but I did kind of test to see if they would do it. But I didn't want to go too far because I don't know enough about Star Wars to do the language. Right. But I was pleasantly surprised by that. And they were also excited to to interact, which was great. Yeah. The kind of folks, obviously, that that would go to a place like this, a lot of cosplay, a lot of people, and they are pleasantly allowed yeah to be as star warsy as they want and it's easy to judge if they're really into it like we saw a family of four there was a mom and a dad and two little kids a boy and a girl and they named their boy and girl were named luke and leia <laughs> for real for real like, for real <laughs> and so i said you know what this is no different than yeah. going to any place else harry potter world is the closest thing i can compare it to although this is far more immersed oh it is completely Harry like Potter world is very cool yes. for the fan and it has all the things from the movie and you know but you feel like you're in an area of a theme park there's right. a roller coaster right yeah, like you feel like like that, like that right you're so, on another planet totally on another planet and they planet. want you to feel that it, way it, absolutely in fact there's a lot of things like that are non disneyland about it there's like nothing we'll talk about but like there's no area to go meet a character right yes. like there's no i, I mean, had um, anyway Yes, I had read a review initially that they were a little disappointed that the, that you could buy pins and lanyards. That was non-existent when we were there. Mm-mm. There was nothing Disneyland in that world, and so what there was there were places for you to go do that, but they were in Disneyland. Right, they weren't in not this in this land. part. That's and right. so what was cool is that I had read that the outer part of the the Black Spire post uh-huh. of this land is kind of the foresty where all the resistance is. Oh, that makes sense. And that's why we ran into Ray and Chewbacca. Chewbacca out there, right? What's cool is Chewbacca makes noise. Yeah, he talks. He talks, he, just, and he's incredibly interactive. Uh, there's there's no line to wait to get a photo. You just have to like walk up and be a part of it. Yeah, Ray is there as a character because there are a lot of little girls oh. who look like her and dress like there her. Were so, there the were hair, dozens of Ray hairstyles. Tons dozens, from yeah. older women to yeah. babies. Yeah. Um, so they walk around, and then there is sound of other Wookiees coming from somewhere and he hears it it, and that's his cue to leave. Yeah. It is the coolest thing ever. And everybody was just like completely emotional and overwhelmed seeing him because it is a guy who's eight feet tall. I mean, it's it's a life-size Wookiee. He looked legit. Yes. Well, you know, I I guess the the way to do it is you felt like you were on a really, really good movie set. It, absolutely. Like, like, like you, you, like you, you knew it wasn't real, but at the same time, 
you were like, like in all the pictures and stuff, Mm -hmm. nothing doesn't look real. (laughs) I was just going to say that any photos you take, any selfies or any, and take advantage of the photographers that are there. Entering in, it's obviously the first time. If you're a big fan, it's it's super overwhelming. Even if there isn't a ton to do yet, you mm-hmm. don't care because yeah. you're so overwhelmed with the de- the detail and the variety of things to stare at. Yep. You can't even believe it. So there's there is a lot to do. What it seems like is the number one thing to do is to build your own lightsaber. Yes. And the name of the it's called Savvy's Workshop or yep. Savvy's Workshop. Workshop. It's 200 bucks. You can only bring in a friend with you. So if you're going to do it, if you want to somehow relate to this, it's like getting your wand at Harry Potter World yeah, where they select. Done, yeah. It's an experience. It's, it's an not experience. just a it's not just a toy building thing. It's a right. it's, there's a whole thing so, behind it. You, I don't know if they're going to do this once the reservations are over, but I'm guessing they will. You have to walk up and make a quote-unquote reservation. You pay for your lightsaber, and then when it's your time, you get in line. Yep, that's what they made. It, that's what they were making people that were and there. And you go it, in, mm-hmm. and it's a 15-minute experience, and there's up to six people, and each person can bring one person to watch yep. the thing. Now, I saw a couple things where it looks like it's jewelers coming out and bringing out different hilts, different things, yep. so you can customize it. And then at the end, everybody raises their lightsaber, and they turn yep. on. And they turn it's, them on. It looks amazing. And I'm They're, kind of disappointed we didn't get into it, but the reservations sold out so fast. Yeah, we, we had to prioritize even yes. being there twice. And, and uh, the lightsaber thing was not like, like it was high on the list, but not higher than things like the cantina and the ride and the Honestly, other stuff. Honestly, I just so. didn't know how we were going to get it home yeah. because it's huge. Yeah, it is. And we saw <laughs> people huge. in the Orange County Airport with, with these them. things. Yes, they, they carried they, them they on. They come in these fancy bags that just kind of strap around Looks your like shoulder. Looks like a, a fly fisherman it does. Uh, container. It's, it does. Um, the other thing that we did not even see, and I think it was because the line was so incredibly long, was the uh, Doak Ondar's Den of Antiquities. Yeah, it is the place where you can see the film memorabilia. They have high-end collector's items in there, but it is apparently a museum. Yeah, cool. a, a, Basically, of all the Star Wars stuff that everybody yeah, wants I didn't, to see I didn't, is I, in there. I don't know. That was open? Yes, huh. it was. We did not see it. I didn't. It, I believe that we were confused with the line. there, Because there, there are lines everywhere. Yes. A lot. I mean, well, and they're not... Because it's an immersive land and it's there's no... I mean, there are rides and queues, but not really. Just for Smuggler's Mm-mm. Run, for the Millennium Falcon one. I mean, everything else is... There was literally tape on the ground if you needed to line up. I mean, it wasn't right. even... A lot of no, people they're, they're directing. Trying, they're trying to keep it not theme parky, right? Right. So, so it was... That is super disappointing that we did not find that. Yeah, I didn't know um, that. Yeah, I know. So next time, we'll yeah, go. The sure. other thing you can do is you can go to the Droid Depot and you can build your own yeah. Droid for $100. Yep. Or you can buy one that's pre-made for $100. You can pick like an R2-D2 or something. Yeah, or they you have can R- astromech own. units, which are the R2-D2 ones, and then they have the BB units, which are like BB. Right. And, so, and but by the color combinations, kids... You can uh, you do know. anything. And then they what they do is that apparently after you build it, they put the computer chip in it because oh. it's remote control. Yes. And so now it's got an identity. You gave it a name. Wow. Um, uh, you, and, then, and then they can... And they're remote control at that point. And they, they actually will talk to each other. Like if you had them, they'll they'll, they'll interact with each other. So That's yeah, hilarious. it's it's. I mean, it's. I mean, yes, it's a hundred bucks for a, a robot and two hundred bucks for a lightsaber. But these are pretty much things you're not going to be able to do anywhere else. No, it's an ex- right? it's a once it's, in a lifetime yeah, thing. They make it an experience. It feels like a factory, and parts are on a conveyor belt right. and all that. Stuff, I will so. say that uh, the price tags are not scaring anyone away. No, everybody. That line was all day. 
Yes. The whole time we were there. Yes. Everybody. Well, and again, these are the hardcore because they're yeah. they're early and things like that. But that's true. It's gonna be. That place is never not going to be full. Right. It'll be fine. <laughs> I know. So there was that. And then the market, which was probably the most beautifully constructed part yep. um, outside of the, the marketplace. Yes, the mm-hmm. marketplace where there is no big world of Star Wars. There are teeny, like, yep. and I mean teeny shops yep. selling only one thing. So there was one teeny little shop that was selling Black Spire themed stuff, which is where we got a yep. coffee mug. They have little fan so when it gets hot you can buy them there's luckily we found the han solo dice yes the metal yeah from his speeder the the dice that ultimately end up in the millennium falcon from the movie solo yeah and uh interestingly sold out we got one of the last pieces we did not see them again there's dice in the mirror right now in my car right (laughs) my truck (laughs) and there are pins and there was a lot of commemorative stuff and we did pick up obviously picked up a couple of that stuff but there those commemorative items can also be purchased in disneyland but it was pretty cool but But there was a shop for yoda for like jedi robes only Yeah. yeah Clothing. Just what, Jedi robes. Well, what, what was great about these is that they, like, there was a toy shop and they yes. looked like old fashioned toys. Were, they, they were wooden. They, yeah, yes. they were not, they were not action they figures were primitive. per se. They were, yes. they were really meant to kind of fit with the theme. And, you know, it has this kind of Middle Eastern marketplace look to it. Moroccan. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, and yes. then the. Beautiful. It's, it was amazing. It was one of the most dynamically designed areas and you just totally feel like you're all in and. And I think the the cool thing about it too, although uh, we didn't get to see it at night or any of it at night, that was definitely a regret. I that was I think other than making a saber or a droid, I think the thing I wish we had been able to do is go at night go with everything. See lit all up. the lights. But but, but, the, but the marketplace, I thought I thought was 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 super fun. But the crown jewel of the Black Spire is when you walk up the stairs and lo, a full-size Millennium Falcon in the center of it all. And when we walked in for for the first time and you saw it, you know, this is a big deal for you because you're a big Star Wars person and you're like, it's it's full size. It's full size. Do you see this? It is a full size Millennium Falcon. <laughs> I said, yes, I can see it with my eyes. I see it. And it's cool as hell. It is. It is so amazing. exciting to see it. And there it's were so real looking. I mean, there's, yes. there's blast marks in it. Um, uh, yep. It shoots steam out. They, they the have blue sound lights. Effects. Oh, that was what I was going to tell you. You mentioned the sound effects early. Like you can be walking down the street and they'll um, they'll play a sound effect that makes it sound like a Tie Fighter flew by. Yes. You don't see it. You just but, hear it. But it literally it is, flows through the speakers, yeah. making you think it flew over yeah, you. It flew by you. Yes. Like it just went. Whoosh, you it's hear this kind of very crazy cool. cool effect, and you just want to look up, and and there's nothing <laughs> there. But um, it's it's the interaction was amazing. I think. Um, yeah, and the Falcon is just that it's mind blowing. Yes, I mean, and, that and is, that's obviously just the centerpiece of the whole thing. It is something that you can do. You yes. can get in line. The highly suggested wait is thirty minutes because in the queue there are so many Easter eggs, so much to see, and if it's flowing quickly, which happened to us a couple of times because we yep. were fortunate enough to ride it three times. Yep. You don't get you miss everything because yeah. there's so much to look at. Yeah, well, especially with the whole hacking thing, which we'll talk about. But yes, and so just, yeah, they 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 recommended we read that in advance that if it's if it's more than thirty, that's okay and that's a little long to wait. But if it's like fifteen and it's your first time, you're gonna, you're, miss, you're gonna miss a lot of stuff because yeah. the queue is so cool. It is very cool. Everything yeah. and that this is the one thing that the the attention to detail. Yeah. 
in this world is unbelievable. The windows were filthy. Yeah. We even complain. We're like, we can't see anything. It's like, oh, they're meant they did to that be on dirty. Purpose. This is a this yes. is a transportation outpost. This right. is not in the desert and a forest and all that stuff. So getting in line and obviously if you don't have a party of six, you're going to be paired up with other people that you don't necessarily know, but everyone's so freaking happy, it doesn't even matter. Yeah. So they pair you up in parties of six. And you're standing in a little circle, and then they send you into the waiting queue, and then they send you through another door, and then you are standing in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, it's, it's, I think I counted, they bring in, there's two sides, and they bring in four groups of six. Mm-hmm. And that's it. At a it. time, yeah. And that's it. So you've got 24 people plus the crew walking around, looking at the chessboard. You're yes. on the deck of the Millennium Falcon. It looks exactly <laughs> like the ship. When you walk into the Millennium Falcon, for the first time, I didn't realize it when I walked in until I saw the gaming chessboard. Uh, yeah. yeah, the board. And then I said, oh my God, we're literally now on the Millennium Falcon when you see yep. those white puffy things yep. in the hallways the and yep. the walls. And so everybody's just geeking out. Yep. It's so exciting. And then they hand you your little assignment yeah there's two pilots two engineers two gunners Gunners, correct and then we were very fortunate we got pilot all three times but we actually traded with somebody so they could experience it yeah pilot's the best it is the best i I think I, i did figure out that the engineers actually fixed the damage to the ship that was the other thing that i found out and then right. the gunners obviously shoot, and then the pilots. There's you know left, right, and up, down. Yes. So, so what's, but the walking in the cockpit was unbelievable. It, it was. It looks just exactly like the. It's movie. pretty overwhelming, and I'm not even a big Star Wars person, but it, it it's so iconic. Yeah. That you just it is you're the, so excited. Somebody said this. Somebody said this is the, and I know it's fantasy, right? But they're like, this is the most famous spaceship in the galaxy. And when you think of it like that, it's not just the Star Wars galaxy. Name another ship. Right. The Enterprise. Huh? Starship Enterprise. I mean, right. But I mean, like, these are, there's one or two that you would even really think of. Like, um, (laughs) you didn't think I was going to think of one, did you? No, no, no. I I just meant, (laughs) I know, of course, the Enterprise is super famous, but I mean, but it's famous by name. Like, it's right. it, it's it's one of the few things that's in pretty much every movie. I didn't right? see so. anyone getting emotional, but I will say that there was a time where I did get emotional because the level of excitement from the crowd when we were walking in, you could hear a pin, pin drop. Yeah. No one was talking. Everybody, Everybody was just absorbing around. everything. And I'd never seen that before. Apparently, there's stuff to do on the deck, by the way. Like, you know, where the chessboard is, not just sit around, but you can actually push buttons and it'll make noises. And it was crazy. It was unfortunate because it was going so quickly. It was going a little quicker. We didn't quicker. get a chance right. to we do didn't. that. They called our group almost immediately, immediately every time. So. so once you sit in the cockpit, we actually have video the first time we sat in it. We're going to post it <laughs> along with the show. I was in the Han Solo seat. Yep. And, no, you were in the Han Solo seat. I was in the I was in the Chewbacca seat. Driver, yep. And it is very interactive, and it's absolutely geared toward gamers and video game players, I think. It's like, if you've ever been to Disneyland, or any really anywhere that does it, the closest ride to it is Star Tours, which is basically a flight simulator. The huge difference is you have control. And it's so immersive because you can't even tell. You look. It looks like you're looking out a window, not right. at a screen. Like yes. it looks like you're looking out the window of the cockpit, 
and it feels like you're taking off and it gives the whole whole thing thing. the whole thing feels Mm -hmm. like it is truly a flight simulator i mean it is but the actions that they the the actions that you're required to do do light up on this thing and you have to hit them and you know you get to go into hyperdrive a couple times which is what everybody wants the best advice we got was push anything that's flashing right (laughs) that was what they said yeah you were wearing a solo shirt and the the uh, hosts there were who were sending us where we needed to go said, "Oh, you know what you're doing. Yeah, we're, good, we need good. people Somebody like who you." Knows what you're, yeah, because the the theme of it is is that you're a smuggler. Well, and I, and I, what's great about this is they'll probably change it just like they've changed Star Tours. Oh yeah, I mean they can they'll, absolutely they'll change it up. Yeah, they'll change mm-hmm. it up. But the mission, if you've seen Solo, and I, you know. It's very much like the Kessel Run or the yes. Smuggler Run kind of thing. So you have to pick up two. Right, you have an assignment. Yes, you know you're, you're they're looking for pilots and gunners and stuff like that to, to deliver do these the things. stuff. Right, yes. the coaxium is what they call coaxium, it. Coaxium, yes. But, but that's the mission, and and you it, it is truly a video game. What's fun is. You can mess up really bad. Right. You get a score. Like, yes. you can crash. You can... Yes. Um, you can do great. You can... Win. Yeah. Okay, so we did bad. it three times. The first two times, we were terrible, and yeah. we ended up in an asteroid field. Yeah. And I read that if you're really good, you don't get the asteroid field. Yeah. And that's why the third time we did it, we did not enter we were, the asteroids. We were the bomb. We the ended up straight... One to our destination yeah. so that's why they extended the end of a successful run because it's timed yeah so there's other things that, that happen sense. instead of fighting through asteroids yeah. it gives you more opportunity to enjoy yeah. the simulator so that was amazing i'm glad we did it i i don't know why anybody would think that's a terrible thing to do it was like the funnest thing it was so to do. fun well i we, loved it yeah we um and we videoed it was funny because the very first time we videoed mm-hmm. uh it lasted like 25 seconds 30 seconds because it was way more involved to fly that yeah. thing than i thought it i couldn't is. film and do it at the same time yeah. it was amazing though. but then we ultimately on the third one where i knew what to expect i was able to hold the phone and it's a really fun and we kicked ass too so it was yeah, really fun and the, what was great actually one <laughs> of my kids. favorite parts is the gunners were kids we and kids the engineers were their parents yes and the kids in our group are like they they're like so they're cheering they're they were shooting the so guns. great they were so excited and, and in fact there's a near the end of the video is one of my favorite parts is i turn around and i vi- it's dark right? right but i turn around and you can kind of see their silhouettes cheering and yelling because the ride <laughs> was over but when i do that you also see all the controls yeah like, everything is around you there's nothing that doesn't look like the falcon in that i thing. just wish it's so it's cool. so fast-paced because they're trying to usher people in and out you can't really absorb so what some of the best advice i got and i did it when you get when you enter the cockpit look up because everything 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 is there and in fact um uh as you're kind of settling into the ride at uh you didn't hear it in the video that i took but the the kids are just pushing every button they yeah. can find. And so you're like, beep, 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 yeah. beep. It's going nuts. So, so very the cool. other great thing about this land is the people who are working it. Yeah. There is, because it's being basically run by the First Order. Yes. Kylo Ren shows up. He dictates, hey, we're going to be interrogating some of these people to find out if they know anything about the resistance. That's yeah. the whole theme of the thing. And that happens like every four hours, Kylo Ren comes out in front of his. Yep. A TIE fighter or whatever that thing was. Yes. Because there's a life-size one. Yeah. Every, every, no. When we say life-size, too, keep in mind, every, you're, this is real. Like, it's like this as big is, as a helicopter. Is, this is life-size. This is the, they're massive ships. And he comes and, off of it's it. It's not a toy. Comes out it's, and yeah. with the smoke. And everybody loves it. Yeah. And so um, 
he's like, that's it. We're going to start interrogating people who are here. And so they will randomly walk up and they mostly and walk are, up yep. to, and it start, uh, stormtroopers, stormtroopers are everywhere. They're up on elevated yeah, they're things, watching looking everything. down, they're walking the yes. crowd. It's so, awesome. Because of that, they will target certain people. Yep. They tend to target people in costume or little kids. Yep. And we witnessed several interactions with these stormtroopers or first order officers yep. talking to little children. There was one specifically, a little boy. He wasn't in costume. This is what's so great about this whole Star Wars thing. Yeah. Because I think, oh, they just got drug here. This little six-year-old kid got oh, drug no. into the into the land with his parents. And he he is approached by a first order officer, officer mm-hmm. and she starts talking to him, and yeah. he is literally refusing to even look at her. Yeah, he turns his face and he stares off into the distance, like I'm giving you none of my time at all. <laughs> and the he kid had like Coke bottle glasses. He, he was, was so serious. cute, and he was dead serious, not going to talk <laughs> to this woman. And the dad he, goes, he like shook his head a couple of times when she yeah. was asking him questions, but he was not. His dad leans her down. He goes, oh, "Son, you need to talk to her." And he goes, "She's a bad guy, Dad." Yeah. No, that oh, that was at the end. So they, so he was not giving any response, and she's like, "Well, all right, well, I can't get information out of you, but can I at least get knuckles, like you know, like a yeah, fist like pump, a fist pump, fist pump?" And he goes, "Nope." That's the only word he said to her the whole time. And the dad's like, hey, you don't want to give her knuckles? And that's when he said, yes. she's a bad guy, dad. Like, yes. like dad, what's wrong with you? It was like, so why would cute. I do that? It was adorable. This is the first order. And the kid couldn't have been more than five or six, right? Maybe five. Maybe five. Yeah, he was a young kid. So and he great. loved it. And they did that a couple of times. Like, there was a little toddler, well, she might have been four, full-on Leia, yep. Leia outfit. Yep. And she's walking up. And the stormtroopers turn. And they're like, this one looks like she knows something. And they walk towards her. <laughs> Right. And then the, she turns and runs. There was one. I just happened to be videoing the uh, these two stormtroopers that were coming at us when we were kind of sitting. Mm-hmm. And some lady, like older lady, yelled, Viva la resistance. Like, like that's a thing. That's a French thing, not a Star Wars thing. But the resistance is, you know, that. And so... They, the stormtrooper goes, please calm down. And they followed her and interrogated her. They I did. thought that was hilarious. They literally pushed her into a corner they, they, they on were top like, of a hill. and They like cornered her in and yep, started. With her I friend. was laughing. Everybody was laughing at her because she yelled that. And they, that, like, it's they not, respond. They respond and they yeah. talk and they do things. It's great. Here's one thing I noticed. Yes. That I, I told you. They never point their guns at people. Nope. They have them. Yes. They have the blasters. But they never point them. They're either holding them and like in a down position and covering the nozzle, or they're up. Yes. Now they will point at you with a finger. With a finger, but, but not their weapon. But they will never point their weapon, which I thought it's, was that's really really cool because you don't yes. want kids scared of that stuff. So no, my God. Um, I mean, they they don't see it the same way, but you still you don't, you don't want them. Hey, freeze! You know hey, you can't you know have what? that going on. A lot on, of those so. kids believed yeah. that they were real. Yeah, you so. could see it, and they they look real, guys. By the way, oh, like, I, like oh, yeah. everything about this, you could shoot a Star Wars movie at this place. In fact, for the more hardcore fan, I will tell you that the outpost will remind you of um, like a Moss Eisley, which is in the very first Star Wars where the cantina was, or actually, to me, it was more like Jedha, which is in the Solo movie. Um, I mean, Rogue One, it's in Rogue One, uh, which is kind of, again, this first order controlled outpost. So you'll totally see it when you're there, that it's very similar to that kind of thing. 
Well, the uh, moving on, yeah. we saw a lot of stuff, but yes. there's also this really cool interactive thing that you can do if you have your phone with you and you have oh, yeah. the Disney app. It's the Play app, correct? Yeah, so it's the Disney Play app that, yes. that you use throughout the park, but it's a little different inside of Star Wars land, <laughs> Galaxy's Edge. So essentially you would click on it and there's a thing called a data pad and you just do the play app and you push the button and it loads this what feels like a data pad. It doesn't look like a Disney app anymore. And you you can make your own character, you can earn credits, you can get missions, you can uh, get text messages from people to go, hey, go do this, go to this antenna and hack into it. And mm-hmm. you literally, if you're close enough to it, so it's kind of like, again... It's like Harry Potter. Like Harry Potter world where if you have one of those wand. interactive wands, there's like 10 or 12 spots where you can go and do little things and it'll react. I think there were, I mean, like more than 50. Like there's For a what? lot oh, like this of thing? hacking. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's stuff everywhere. everywhere. Every wall, every droid you can hack. Um, that that's not the ones you make that the yeah. display ones, um, the antennas, uh, you can, you know, um, like if, if you hack enough, if, if enough people hack in a certain period of time and they give it either to the resistance or the first order, you actually win. Oh, that's like, cool. Like, like you're collecting that information. That's and awesome. so, and they do things too. You can tell they light up. They yeah, they make light noise. up. They make noise. Yes. Um, I they did they shoot that. steam. They, the little you know, droids will move. And then, right. So that's, that's the assignments and stuff. You can get jobs. So you go to very specific areas. There are, um, what is essentially a star Wars version of a QR code everywhere yeah so there's these little codes on every box or container you possibly see and if you scan it you get the stuff inside so you can get <laughs> new clothing you can get weapons you can that's really you know cool. and so and th- and that's not even a ride that's just walking around yeah. so yes. i thought that part was really really cool i saw um, mostly dads doing that yeah well it's, it's a, a of, little involved because you saw can a get a lot of dads yeah. walking around with their phone and standing yeah. in, standing in corners of random buildings yeah. just standing there looking well, i'm like what are you guys doing over there oh they're hacking an antenna here's what i will tell you it's not very conducive when you only have four hours well, no, right? of because, course not. Because when it's you've got four taste. hours and you want to it's get in the cantina in the Millennium Falcon, yes. you're not going to walk around right. and do hacking all day. That's right. dumb. But, but it is a cool thing. And I wonder if cool. does it save the data so when you go back, will yeah. it still be there? Yeah. See? In fact, I looked, awesome. at it, I looked at it the other day and it told me uh, from here and it told me how many credits I had, but it told me I wasn't I wasn't in the land, so I couldn't use it. Well, what's cool is, I mean, think about the diehards who, who have like the passport and yeah. they're going to show up like every weekend. There's going to be rankings listed somewhere. You know it. I, of people who are like hardcore, yeah. you know, in it, and it's going to be cool. You're yes. going to hate it because you can't be a part of it. I know you. <laughs> you're going to be mad because you, you're not anyway, going to do it a, as much. It's a cool feature to do. It's a massive park. And, it's really and, neat. And there's stuff at every corner to do. You're not just walking around and, you know, right. waiting for some parade to go through or something. It's very different. So it wouldn't be a land if there wasn't food and beverage. Of course. And everything in this land is modified to be not earthly. Yeah. Everything. Yeah, it's it's uh, actually uh, that was the other thing that Datapad did. By the way, is is the completely different language and alphabet yes. there. I mean, obviously everybody speaks speaks English, but all the signage, everything. I mean, if it was an urgent sign, it was you know in you English. could read it. But it, but uh, you know you like I was we were in the queue and I saw these letters and so I opened up the Datapad and it's got a translator in there so you can type in the letters. And I go, oh, it says caution. You know, like there's <laughs> like if you if you have time in line, there's things you can do and you can translate this that's stuff. Really so cool. was, so yeah, that's the but but yes, that's very it's very immersive. The only thing that 
wasn't a pre that you couldn't order on your mobile app because every every food or beverage you could actually pre-order on your app and walk yep. up and pay yep. mobily yep. was the main there was a restaurant there but the first thing we did was there's a milk stand yep and um it's blue or green milk yep. and as you explained to me blue milk is from the very first movie yeah, from new, well from episode four which is the first movie in 77 and new hope the big joke was that the blue milk is from a scene where Luke's a kid and he's having breakfast and he's literally pouring himself a glass right. of blue milk. And so, so there's yeah. I the, the the problem is is that everyone's in character. So when you ask them what it tastes like, yeah, they're not real helpful. Yeah. So ultimately, somebody goes, "Well, what does that mean?" And I heard, and he goes, "It's kind of like." tropical orange <laughs> yeah like he was trying to explain yeah, it Yeah, because they don't want to it was funny yeah that and that happened to us a couple of times right. where, where it was like now they do have descriptions of what the things are i yeah. mean you know um like my favorite one was that first thing we got the ronto wrap and yes and and this it was a it's a it's really just like a pork sausage in a in a in a tortilla kind of thing right but what was funny is that uh, this person in front of me um, and we'll get back to the blue milk. But the person in front of me said, what's it made of? And the guy goes, Ronto. <laughs> like, that's the animal. Like, in fact, there's a whole, there's a robot roasting Ronto Rontos. out in the front of they're the stand. They're super bloated looking yeah. crocodiles. Yeah, and they make them look like they're rotisserie, right? Yes. Like, like it, it. so when the guy asked and the guy told me it was made out of Ronto, I was laughing my ass You're like, off. Well, because, how the hell do we... <laughs> what is that? Right. And so. <laughs> so anyway, so blue milk. <laughs> Yeah, so I said, well, I don't want anything orange, so let's just get the blue one and yeah. see what it tastes like. Yeah. So we order blue milk, 8.1 credits, please. Yeah, yeah, she's like, 8.16 credits, please. Yeah, because and, it's and not And here's dollars. your transcript. Yeah, hold on your to your receipt. transcript. And so we get it, and I had heard it's like a rice coconut. It's a, it's a coconut milk. rice mixture. Coconut water rice milk thing. Yep. Yep. So no one is no going dairy. to no one gets get sick on it. It's not milk at all, yeah. Right, it's dairy-free. So I take a sip. And it is legit melted blue sweet tarts. It's super sweet. That's exactly what it tastes like, except it's cold. Yes. And so it's a little chalky. It's a little thick. It's not even like milkshake thickness. It's this, I can't really describe the consistency. Yeah, it's... um, It isn't pleasant. Not to me. I mean, it's a novelty and I'm glad we did it. And they're small too. It's not like you get a giant slurpy size It was like an eight ounce cup. Yeah, it was not I thought it was a lot. We couldn't finish it. Yeah. But well, we're everybody's going to do it for the experience of, of doing it. Of course they and, are. And, and I'm not saying not get it. I'm just yeah. saying I didn't like it. Yeah, I would it get the green sweet. one next time just to try it. That's fine. Yeah. I'm done trying blue milk <laughs> or green milk. I don't want to But the Ronto wrap was good, actually. I thought that was okay. I personally didn't like it, but no, I, I also, like it. it was, basically the Ronto wrap was a very uh, long Polish kielbasa sausage Yeah, it was spicy, thing. though. It was spicy. And then it was wrapped in, I assume it was some kind of turkey or meat. Oh, I didn't see um, that. I didn't know. So and I, then I, a cabbage, and then like it was all wrapped in a pita pocket. Yeah, that like was thing. it. Pita, not tortilla. Yeah. And it was good. Yeah, it was. It's very protein rich, which is good yeah. because you need that yep. less carbs, whatever. And then, of course, they have Sprite and Coke products. Yeah, in the special bottles. And then they're little round softballs. Yeah, they're uh, they are, um, they beverage. look kind of like a thermal detonator from the yes. from the movie. And, so. and people were waiting in very long lines yeah. to purchase. But these. every and all the bottles have um, the lettering. Yes, from the, even the from Dasani water. Everything, everything had that lettering on it. So in yes. fact, I'd never brought home. 
a garbage. can or garbage, basically, and we did this time because you can <laughs> yes. only get them there. So, so Docking Bay Seven is an actual sit-down restaurant yes. in the middle yep. of this uh, Black Spire outpost. Yes, there was a line, of course, of course, and we walked in. Everything is, of course, alien, so yeah. <laughs> you don't really know what you're getting. But you kind of get the impression this is chicken, this is vegetable. Yeah, they, and they had descriptions of them, yes. but they literally refer to them as you know yub nub ribs or whatever. So they're called, it was so. like it was like it was like tip yip tip rib. Yip, that was it. That's and what I had. there was a cute couple in front of us, and he was like hardcore Star Wars guy. Yeah. And I said, "What is that yip yip?" They made fun of me for like ten <laughs> minutes. They're like yip 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 yip. That's what she said. And I was like, "All right, enough, enough." enough. But you did order the rib, and then I, I ordered uh, a salad. Yep. So when we received them, everything is recyclable. Not recyclable, actually. It's reusable. So yep. we got everything is in metal. Yep. Everything. And so I thought, it's authentic, oh, man. do we get I to mean, keep it's... this? Because it's like metal. Yeah. It's a metal spork. But no, it's you turn it in, and they wash it. Yeah. So... Uh, and the, it, the flavor was good. The lighting's a little dark, so you can't really tell. But everything looks gray. Yeah. Everything looked great. But it tasted great. And you know what I loved about it? Everything had spice. Yeah. Everything, Everything was had lots of flavor. I really Everything loved it. Everything we ate had lots of flavor. Good or bad, it had lots of flavor. I didn't like that I would take up a pick up a forkful of food and I couldn't tell what it was and I ate it. I was like, okay, this is interesting. <laughs> they did a good job. But that with was that. the point. Yeah. Is that it's not people it's not human food. Yeah. It's alien food. Yeah. And I thought, you know what? Kids are gonna love it. Yeah. It was a lot of cauliflower, quinoa, chicken, but it all was so different. They definitely spent some time. Yes. I mean, even that, well, we'll talk about it in a minute, but even the bar snacks were totally different. I hated them. But yes. So uh, with with that in mind, one of the things you can do is go to the only place in Disneyland where you can have alcohol, which is Oga's Cantina. Yep. And we had to make a reservation and they even said, don't, don't count on it. Yeah. We'll try to get you in. So I think that's yeah, going to stay. If they continue to do that that to. way and you're going to visit, get a reservation the first time you walk in. You don't have to do it multiple times, but if you can get it, you need to experience that cantina. Yes. It is yes. iconic Star Wars. Iconic. It was so neat. So we we were eating our weird food mm-hmm. and we got the text that said, oh, you're time to get in line for the cantina. We dropped everything, ran yep. to the cantina got in line, and they limit the line. They yeah. don't let it go well, past a certain point because they don't want to wind right. it down right. the street. So we were in our little line. They did a good job. Walk in. Everything is alien. Yep. Nothing is human. And so, although you can... Oh, thank God they use brand name alcohol. Yeah, Like no, Tito's sure. and Malibu rum. No, I mean, you know what you're getting. Hendrix gin, things the, of that nature. The DJ is DJ Rex. He is the old robot from the from Star Tours. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't know yeah, that. He, so right now, in the in the new Star, Wars, Star Tours, C-3PO is driven, and that's been for years. But the original robot it's that kind of robot right he, he was... so we sat down a guy came up the, it's a two drink max mix, maximum, maximum yep 45 minute maximum visit that's what they did at the time yeah. so i ordered a rum thing and it came with like dry ice in it <laughs> yeah, it was fizzing up you ordered a commemorative cup uh it, basically it, a mai tai it was a mai tai in a in a really nice cool heavy mug that had the Ceramic whole Endor had the Endor yes. scene around and there's it. A, there's a non-alcoholic version of yeah. course there's a lot of non-alcoholic that, beverages the porg or whatever that there was a is. cool co- collective thing if you wanted to order because there's a beer, beer in sampler, there yep. so there was a, there's a lot of options yeah. and so just for the sake of tasting it we ordered the Batu snacks 
Yes. The, the, yeah. They were terrible. Terrible. It was lots of wasabi peas, yeah. and it was like that Japanese snack every, mix every, with Yeah, it was kind of like that, but it was meant to look weird. Like, like <laughs> I mean, there was weird. This is not your peanuts and pretzels. I know, shared it pretzels. with, there were two other people with us, uh, it, it, not with us, but in the booth with us. And I said, which here. we got a booth, which was also lucky because yeah, they told us to we get. wouldn't get it. So. Um, I'm like, here, here, guys. And they're poking <laughs> it. They're like poking it with a stick going, what is this? And I said, I don't know, man, but just try hey, it. Hey, you know, when in Rome. Right, but I yeah. wanted to try everything. For so, sure. uh, the cantina was an amazing experience. I'm so glad we Super did that because I don't know how it's going to be once reservations are over. It's yeah. going to be really hard. It's going to be one of those things where it's like a fast pass where you're going to get your reservation for four o'clock. So you're going to go off to the Disneyland and, and yep. live your life and come back at four and get in line. Yeah, I think what that's what. That's it's going what I'm to be. hearing is that the land itself might need a fast pass. Yes. Right. So like, it's not even about. Like, okay, you get to come back. Cause, so what they did, and this makes more sense, is that we had colored wristbands. So they actually knew. Like, like if we stayed past our four hours, right. which we didn't, yeah, but but if we had stayed past our four hours, we couldn't have got on, on a ride. Yeah, they um, sent you They don't out. let you buy anything. And by the way, they didn't let you buy more than one of anything. No, you could not um, buy multiples of yeah, anything. Yeah, I mean, they were really controlling that. So, But it was... It was just so there was a guy that I saw an interview with and he, his quote was and I saw it on a video. Um, his quote was it not only beat my expectations, it beat my hopes. Yeah, and I thought that that was a cool way of saying it because I, I expected a lot. I wasn't looking to be critical or anything like that, but mm-hmm. I just walked in and I went, wow, <laughs> like, wow, yeah. I was really I was just really blown away by the amount of detail. Like, I don't know if you noticed this, but even in the cantina, there were blast marks in the walls. I did not. Like, I mean, they, they, everything, little things like that. Like, so shit's gone down in this bar. (laughs) Yes. This is a, this is a space cantina. I get it. You know, so I I, I just was really, I I think what I, my, my overall thought on it is this, is that it, Star Wars is a universal thing. Everybody loves it. The prices are are going to be affordable for international travelers. Yep. Is the way I look at it. I don't. I think there's going to be a lot of complaints about the price tags of a lot of the stuff in there because mm-hmm. it is not. It's a hundred bucks or or more. Anything worth having or doing is very pricey mm-hmm. for the average family of four. But if you're a diehard. You can't get this anywhere else. Right. You're going to do it. No, and the, I mean, they're going to open do one in, uh, I think, later this year in Florida. Florida, yes. But, I I mean, they spent 4 or $5 billion to get rights to Star Wars. They yes. spent a billion dollars on this park, and they're going to make every cent of that back I cannot, very quickly. I cannot wait until the, the rest of the land is open yeah because rise of the resistance yes. or something like that i think is the rise other of the resi- ride it's the ride, ride. Which, i don't even i have a concept of what the i don't ride either is, it's probably oh, who, who knows but i know gonna, it's kylo ren related it's gonna open up more yeah. and i think they said it's gonna balance out the yeah. first order and the resistance feel of the whole land which is gonna be super cool because from what i've read is there will be a resistance entrance and a first order ah, entrance and that's why there's two entrances that's cool they even toyed with having a separate entrance into disney Disneyland straight into Star Wars land. Which they could do because it's on the back side right. Right by the freeway. Apparently yeah. they've let that go. Yeah. They don't want to do I, that. That would, that would be dumb. Be a nightmare. I do that. Yeah. A nightmare. And so, I, of course, everyone's concern is the crowds. I think you're right. I think it's going to be like Cars Land where you're going to walk in and you're going to fast pass. And if you don't get it, you're not getting it that day. Yeah. I That's the only way to limit yeah. mobs of people trying right. to get in there. Right. I was pretty excited about going, but I like Star Wars, so it was I was an easy target for that. But I was still 
it it takes a lot to impress a hardcore fan. Yeah. And I have not heard, literally not heard a single I have negative thing about it. I, I, I mean, if hope... it is, it's pricing or it's this or it's well, that. Well, that's but that's but some, but that's like going like, to a like, fancy restaurant and going. Well, it was like nice, not even but the, it was like expensive. not even the bags say Disneyland. Like like no, it, the only the only evidence edge. of Disneyland in the whole thing is at the bottom of your transcripts. It's your receipts. It so does say Disneyland. Disneyland on it, and that's who charges. But man, what a great job! Yes. Very excited, and thank you for taking me. By oh, the way, oh, you're welcome. That was my fiftieth birthday present. I couldn't have thought of a better <laughs> thing to do. So. Um, that, that I was, did do the spa really cool. hand <laughs> for our photos. Oh, that was pretty funny, actually. We were taking yes. our picture and, and under a May the Force Be With You sign. In Disneyland. And, the, and Disneyland. And the photographer was the like, was like, okay, stick your hand out and do the Force. And you did the Live Long and Prosper spa hand. Yes. And, and she was like, oh, that's really funny. <laughs> and yes. took your picture, so... Though no one will see those photos. No one will see those photos. It's funny. I posted, obviously, we have tons of photos and video. And I'm sure. Yeah, we'll definitely post some stuff. Yeah, with your approval, maybe we'll have the Ugly Truth post it. Yes. And 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 then we'll share. We'll we'll post an album and a video of our experience in the Star Wars land. Yeah. And and listen, we didn't talk about it at the beginning, but the reason that we didn't really say anything about, oh, there's spoilers, it doesn't matter. Like all this stuff that we just told you, like, it won't, tip, it won't affect your tips, experience some, at but all. But it will not impact your... It will not take away from your experience no. at all. I will tell you, there is. if you're a fan, there is nothing like the door sliding open to the cockpit oh, of the I know. Millennium Falcon. It's true. I mean, just nuts. Like, it yeah. was so great. I'm really Stoked. excited for it to open completely, and yeah. I'm really curious to see how they manage the crowds. It'll be really interesting. Yeah, they're really um, they're pulling out all the stops yes. to make sure that this this gets crowd controlled because they know they know that the craze. The next time so. we visit, there won't be the reservation system, so I'm looking forward to going when it's dark, yeah, so we I can see a, all the that lights. That is probably the one down. I mean, that and not doing the lightsaber were probably yeah. the only two. If I had to wish we had had more time, that we would. Well, have. luckily, I I think that we were very lucky to experience something new at Disneyland because once you've gone, yeah. it's not new anymore. Yeah. So the fact that we were to experience something brand new. In our lives, yep. and this land will be here long after we're gone. Oh, for sure. I assume. Yep. Then we can always go back. Yeah, and we'll have no, plenty of time. And, we can and, fight and the I, masses and, and with sure, everybody else. And I'm sure we will. What was that one comment you saw today? I plan to go in 2030 when the crowds. Yes, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but exactly. listen, I mean, so although, five stars, five stars. Oh, for sure. With that being said. I'm glad we reviewed it. Yeah. I'm glad you loved it. Loved I it. loved watching you love it, which we talked about. <laughs> which I think was my favorite part is you, you were so happy for me. That was really cool. I was happy for everyone there. Yeah. yeah there were sure. so many people who were like, this was their heaven. Yeah. They didn't, they couldn't even get enough of it. It was so great. For me, it was wonderful, but I, and I'm jealous that there are people that have this passion because yeah. I don't have that passion for Star Wars like you guys do. But it's really fun to watch. Yeah. It's so fun to watch. So It was great. Yes. So thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. And if you're interested in listening to our podcast, it's me and my sister doing The Ugly Truth every Wednesday and Sunday. New shows. Thank you. May the force be with you.